0: okay this week you may have noticed on twitter i put out a bit of a plea my life's gone a bit bonkers so i forgot what day of the week it was realized on monday i had nobody to talk to on this week's podcast and i was saved i think oh, we will soon find out if i've been saved or not by dan townley now dan introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are
1: the saviour of this podcast. Now, uh, I'm Dan Townley. I, uh, I've got my own theatre company called Botkin Theatre. Um, I'm a director at Six Towns Radio, we look after training of new presenters and work experience there. And I'm the cultural champion for Tunstall as part of the city um, council's cultural champions team.
0: So a fair few hats that you wear.
1: <laughs> Too many hats. Sometimes I go into different meetings going, I could be everybody if you want. I'm not quite sure which one you want. I'll be professional, but also be a bit cheeky. Let's see which one you want and see which one lands.
0: So we'll start off with your, your theatre company then, tell me a little bit about it.
1: Um, so we started um, off the back of the City of Culture bid, um, we were like we, we like the companies that are here, um, we've got um, obviously um, a lot of amateur companies uh, that are great, they absolutely fantastic the amateur companies are, but there's no, um, I, mean, I mean you've got Claybody, you've got a couple of professional, semi-professional companies, but not entirely based in Stokes and will bring people in and whilst there's nothing wrong with that we, we kind of saw that gap of going there's a lot of really good professionals that are moving away to Manchester and Birmingham and London and whilst people will still do that we want to give people the opportunity to get paid to perform in Stoke and that's the kind of the base of the show is everybody's going to get paid and um, everybody gets the same amount um, it's because we, we want everybody to can walk away and have a ah. Oh, I got, got, got paid for doing this job and you know it, it, it might not be the thousands that people expect when 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 you say oh I'm an actor people go oh so you're loaded then and go I wish um, obviously it's not going to be like that it's, it's just we make sure we, we can at least put money in people's pockets and, and look after our own actors and Stoke-on-Trent as well and whilst we're doing that we're kind of having fun and, and doing local base shows and promoting local talent as well
0: so what have you been doing recently?
1: Uh, we've got the monologue slam that we've been preparing for and the monologue scratch night that we're working with the Mitchell Art Centre on. Um, the Mitchell Art Centre, they approached us and said, we, we like the idea of it, shall we work together? And we're like, yes, of course we would. Um, so we're working with Rob on that, um, and that's at the end of November. We've got 15 local performers that are going to be performing on the night. And It's it's not much of a, a competition this time round. It's more of a scratch night where people can, well, we'll be stop starting and working with industry professionals to kind of perfect audition pieces that people might want want. want to be talking about as well so um, that's coming up in November and we've got next customer please which is uh, about three local um, just three local stories people worked in at retail all their lives and and different stories going on there so the local aspect of it's all written in stoke we've got stokey dialect in there as well which we've we kind of wanted to keep hold of in a performance piece
0: how important has the city of culture bid been for you personally and professionally
1: um it's been huge because I'm, I'm now kind of mixing with people in circles that necessarily I wouldn't have had the opportunity of of ever dreaming of talking to, talking to people from the council going, hey, we need to be doing this, and, and they're actually listening. Um, again, it's helped me to kind of connect with yourself, connect with other people in the arts who help ha- healthily promoting what's really good in this city and that's not happened before we've never had this sit-down conversation of going what's great about this city let's talk 15 minutes about it. nobody was doing that until that um and for me it's just it's it's opened my eyes to creativity and stoke that would have necessarily gone towards manchester or birmingham or again london it's kind of made me want to um push further with with everything here in stoke
0: stokey born and bred <laughs> still not supporting your local football teams
1: (laughs) no thankfully there's a van that i'm just going to chuck myself under that came across then uh no i my part of my family grew up in manchester part of my family grew up in newcastle up on tyne so it was either newcastle or manchester united Uh, and when you're born in the 90s I mean, there was only one way it was going to go. It was going to be the red off of Manchester, unfortunately. But I still I still have a soft spot for the local teams. Um, go and watch Vale tonight. So they play tonight at home. So I was like, there's nothing else to do. It's 12 quid. Why not go in and watch some football?
0: There's nothing else to do. I'll go watch <laughs> the Vale. Well, there's a ringing endorsement.
1: This is about the arts, not football. So I don't know how it got around to this conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm keeping that one in. How important then is being a cultural champion. Why did you put yourself forward?
1: Um it came up because there was a gap in Tunstall where nobody was nobody kind of um was kind of stepping up for the town and I was born bred I grew up in Tunstall went to school there uh, moved away for university came back and now I've got my own place in Tunstall. Tunstall is me. Um so when it was the opportunity to kind of bring events into Tunstall and, and get money spent in Tunstall culturally and, and getting people involved or engaged, um, I was like, I, I, I love a challenge, absolutely love a challenge. And I think this is, Tunstall is a big challenge because we're so close to Hanley, so close to Berzland where you've got a lot of events at the moment. There's the Poppies and Middleport and that's just down the road. And it's just getting people having those conversations about what's on the doorstep rather than the woe is me, which I feel a lot of stoke on. I think there's a lot of people from certain generations that it's oh, it used to be great when bots were open and, and that, that's it that's all people want to hear and you're like yeah but what about now what has Stoke-on-Trent got to offer and um, I, I admire what happened and I, I look back at the um, the history of Stoke and I absolutely love the history of Stoke-on-Trent but I also love where Stoke-on-Trent's going and I think that's a big part of it is I wanted to kind of be that person that goes look it's absolutely amazing that that was fantastic that is us that's our DNA but where are we going What what can people see on our doorsteps and it was just, like I said, the opportunity was just way too good to kind of turn down and um, I get to talk to five other individuals from the uh, from the other towns and there's of course the, um, there's two, one from Newcastle under Lime as well, and there's a, culture, like a heritage champion. So when we're together, again, all different backgrounds, but we got the same push, the same drive of going, this is for Stoke, this isn't for me individually. I want to see the city kind of really excel in the arts
0: we're in Hanley now funnily enough in the cultural quarter itself um, well, how do you feel coming into into Stoke into Hanley into, into the city itself do you feel that things have changed
1: massively so even in the past three months it feels like everything's changing it's changing rapidly and I think people are taking taking risks taking challenges like we're sat from like two seconds away from the quarter again in independent cafe which is Doing absolutely amazing. People sat outside. Now it's a grey, gloomy day on a Tuesday, but people are sat outside enjoying the times. Next door, there's a sandwich shop that's just opened. There's an independent bar. It, these things would n- not have happened without people kind of going, "You know what, on trends worth, you know, worth that risk." And it's a shame that bigger. Companies, you know, you look at the Channel 4s that had the opportunity to kind of say and put their stamp on the risk that they wanted to take, yet instead, as a company that wants to take risks, they took really easy, nice options. And I think um, it was very disrespectful, I think, of Stoke on Trent for, to not even kind of, you know, the kind of, it was a kind of, oh, but don't worry, we still might do stuff. Like, we're not children. Like, we don't want a runners up medal. We don't want to, at least, your tried certificate. We want people to be taking Stoke on Trent seriously. And just this street this the cultural quarter in Hanley is the, the pure example of people taking risks and businesses being the, the, the kind of centre of the of the change in Stoke to, to push everything forward
0: I remember sitting in craft a few weeks ago on an evening and thinking five years ago if you would had told me I'd have been sitting on an evening in Hanley having a nice beer chilling out with friends looking over where you've got clay opposite with everybody eating pizza there raw all the other places and it's not just people coming in going to the theater leaving again that was it wasn't it that was all you did in the evening here
1: that was all there was there, there wasn't anything in Stoke there wasn't anything in Hanley um and i think again it's it's about opening your eyes and people if people you know people listen to this podcast they're probably 90% of them will think exactly the way we do is stokes changed i think the 10% that listen to it with kind of through you know gritted teeth going oh nothing ever changes in stoke just come in open your eyes walk down the cultural quarter and, and speak to people because everybody's open to conversation everybody's open to to just talking up stoke and i think that's something we don't do as much as we should and as you mentioned five years ago to be sat outside on the cultural quarter you would have gone are you absolutely insane um but now it's it's just the done thing it's people are using the cultural quarter as a meeting place as a again creative hub of people going let's go have a drink at bottle craft let's get pizza from clay let's sit down let's bash out some business ideas and then you have other shops opening and it it's just absolutely impressive that it's it's like this and it's still growing that's crazy
0: i keep banging on about this positive circle that we need to do rather than the negative circle that, that it feels very easy to fall into the trap of of doing talking then about your radio career because you're someone who does like talking on the radio Uh, six towns radio tell me more about that
1: we're a community radio station so we um every every presenter that we have is a volunteer everybody does it on a volunteer basis we give two hours a week to the station some give more um to bring in donations to bring in advertisements um because we are kind of self-funded every money every bit of money that comes into the station goes back into the station nobody takes a, a cut nobody takes a wage um we're currently focusing on uh, bringing in new presenters people who might not necessarily have um, have had opportunities like this before we're a community radio station that's what we do um, and people who would see the word community radio station and they, if they don't do that they're not a community radio station <laughs> that's the way that I can put it without you know uh, going on my high horse and, and saying well, that's what above all that's what a community radio station is we work with people of all backgrounds uh, we've had a show now on six towns called Embrace Radio and um, They are five individuals with learning disabilities. They came into the station with absolutely no experience. And now they are running the show themselves, presenting it themselves, giving me an absolute nightmare every Monday. Kind of going, have we done this yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Uh, So making sure I'm doing my job. Uh, But again, it's stuff like that that keeps the buzz and keeps the warmth of Stoke-on-Trent. And that's what all of our shows are about. Every show has local music. We haven't got a specific local music show every show on Six Towns Radio will play local music throughout the week as well and and that's what we want to do is again promote Stoke-on-Trent
0: clearly it's something you're very passionate about do you ever see a day when you're not doing it?
1: no I think um, the day that I'm not doing it will be the day that I just want to give up everything Um, I I, I like being um, positive about everything I I, I will never if there is something negative I'll try to find three positives and go well it's not all bad Um, I, I think what I what i do currently i think it's something i want to do and want to push on with um in my career obviously working as volunteer and working, i have to work another job so i work for a big massive corporation which isn't local ironically um but again in that job i still try and talk up stoke um and i think if i'm never talking up stoke i'm thinking about talking up stoke and when i'm not talking about stoke well then there's tweeting about it or facebooking about it so i must get very annoying very quickly for people
0: saying nothing (laughs) We'll edit that bit. (laughs) No, we won't. (laughs) Damn. That's not a swear word. Oh, no. (laughs) Dan, is there anything else that you'd like to to add that we haven't covered that you think is dead important?
1: Um, It's just a case of, again, everybody listening to this podcast, back Stoke-on-Trent. If, you know, as I said, if there's one negative, find three positives, turn people's negatives around. Because there's groups out there that will just want to talk about the negatives of Stoke-on-Trent we're not saying that there isn't negatives because there is, we're a city there's always going to be negatives and you know it's been massive in the news recently um, drug problems, drink problems and we're not saying they don't exist but what we are saying is if we consistently focus on the negative it will only breed negativity so the generation that come after us are only going to think of Stoke as this negative grey place which is what we've been led to believe is what Stoke-on-Trent is and it's way more than that so keep promoting the positivity of Stoke um, and just keep talking it up
0: Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you for joining me today in Hanley and saving the podcast.
1: (laughs) Absolutely no worries at all.